Welcome to episode 3 of 100 on Books, in which I, Nyambura Mike Mutanyi, explore the world through books. Today I'll be talking about Love After Love by Ingrid Passard. I loved this book. So, from the top, let me talk about what it's about. In this book, we're following three main characters, Betty Ramden, Solo Ramden, and Mr. Chetan, who initially all live in Trinidad, but Solo, at the age of 18, essentially flees the island to go and live in New York. And that's when their stories diverge. But the way their stories begin is that Betty Ramden's husband passes away, and she needs a lodger, so she invites Mr. Chetan to come and live with them when Solo is quite young. And they become a sort of family. I mean, they're not related by blood to Mr. Chetan, but Mr. Chetan becomes a surrogate father of sorts to Solo and um, a partner in many senses to Betty. Then one day, because they've both been drinking and they're feeling a bit loose, Betty and Mr. Chetan reveal some secrets to each other. And the secret that Betty reveals changes everybody's life from that point onwards. Solo, on discovering the secret, decides to leave the island and go and live in New York with his uncle, who he's previously been estranged from. Betty spends the rest of the book essentially coming to terms with their severed relationship because she and Solo were very, very close to each other. And Mr. Chetan, soon after Solo leaves the island, also leaves the house. And so the relationship and the bond they had is irrevocably changed because of this reason. Anyway, post Solo's departure, we now see the paths their lives take. Betty discovers Hindu spirituality, even though she's been a Christian all her life and spends a lot of the book, you know, mentioning God and or engaging in church activities. Mr. Chetan, who is in a unique position because he's gay, this is not a spoiler, on an island where this sort of thing can even get you killed. And so he navigates his queerness in the shadows, basically, but also finds love and tenderness and generosity, which I loved. And Solo in New York, because he's overstayed his visa and is undocumented, does all sorts of jobs. And his family back home, Mr. Chetan and Betty, think that he has all of this promise which he's not living up to on account of him taking up menial work in New York. But he makes a life for himself, a difficult life, uh, a life that I should say at this point requires a trigger warning for self-harm because it occurs on more than one occasion and it's the sort of thing which you, this, this is a thing that would trigger you just be forewarned. And at the end of the book, their lives 
converge once more. I think it's important to note that while Solo has been in New York, Betty and Mr. Chetan have been talking to each other. They've maintained their relationship. It's changed. Its contours have changed, but they've maintained their relationship. And so at the end of the book, the three of them are united in a very unique and heartbreaking way, but also in a way that redeems them all. I loved this book. I know I say this at the top, but I loved this book. Ingrid Passard reads the audiobook, which is how I read the book, so to speak. And she is a fantastic reader. There is a lot of um, patois, or maybe I should call it Trinidadian Creole. And there's so much flavor in this book. The characters are really well formed. I was rooting for every one of them. And there's also a certain Indo-Caribbean feel to the book, which I think I've become very aware of this because of following Sajid on YouTube. His um, YouTube channel is called Books Are My Social Life. And so there was also that element, seeing a particular Indo-Caribbean experience, but also tackling homophobia, the experience of people who've been widowed, domestic violence, chosen family, love in all its forms, and all the ways in which people make space for each other within the realms of friendship or romantic relationships or mother-child relationships or all the other ways in which people express love, show love, um, explore what love means to them. I really, really want to get a copy of this book. I wish I could press it into everybody's hands. It's that good. It's fantastic. So please let me know if you've read Love After Love. It came out earlier this month. And so if it's if it sounds interesting to you, I would highly recommend that you pick it up. I borrowed it from my library, so that's one way to do it. And I loved it so much that I also put a hold on the ebook because there are so many portions with food in it, and I love, 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 love food in books. I actually have a Tumblr where I highlight food in books. So yeah, let me know if you're interested in reading it or if you've read it, and if you have what you thought about the book. Thank you for listening to episode 3 of 100 on Books. Please subscribe and share this podcast with fellow readers wherever you found it. Connect with me via Twitter and Facebook. My handle is 100 on Books and you can check out the blog 100onbooks.wordpress.com or you can email me with news, views, opinions, 100onbooks at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you're listening on Anchor, please send me a voice message and tell me what you thought about this book or any of the other books I've talked about on the podcast. Thank you and bye.